That is one of the most outrageous things I've heard. To a party. To a party. He's brought durian. <laughs> Think of the person that you hate the most in the world right now, bro. Just in your head, picture mm. him. I'm looking right at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is a mirror over there. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Critical Banter. This is the podcast where we take the very best bits from your favorite late night shows and package them into one single podcast. This week's episode, two classic segments, The Price is Right and Would You Rather. But before that, to wrap up the week, we got me, Miguel. We do not have Kush, but we have Sen. Hello. And Rohit Momoji Nainen. G'day, g'day. Um, Manny and I went to a birthday last night. Then you weren't there. So I was not sure whether to address the Memoji comment, yeah. but I'm just going to fly past that. Ray had spent the past half hour editing his Memoji. That's all you need to know. iOS 17, get around it. My number is 046. <laughs> you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a call. Um, now we were at a party last night, Sam. You weren't there. Uh, and, you know, what a time to be alive. We're having a good, you know, great times, great classic hits. The chat's rolling. And then suddenly we decide, we're like, oh, can you, can you smell that? There was this like, Emitting stench that was wafting across the room. And then- Had someone walked in or something? No, no, it was like, it was like, like uh, it filled the whole room. It wasn't just like a passerby. Oh, okay, it was okay. like encompassing the whole area, right? And so we're sitting there like, man, he's like, can you smell that? I was like, yeah, I can smell that. And then people are throwing, people are hypothesizing what the smell is. People are tossing out, you know, crazy suggestions. Like, is that durian? And I'm sitting here like, Dude, no one's bringing a durian to a party. To a party. What kind of rogue suggestion is that? <laughs> and then panic starts setting a little bit more because- If it's not a durian, mate. Gas, it has to be gas. It has to I was going to ask, what did it smell like? It smelled like, yeah, someone's butane tank was just left like running. Rotten eggs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and so- That's 100% a gas leak then. Well, we're, we're, we're in the gaslight in actually. Oh, okay. And so and now we're thinking, is that where the name comes from? <laughs> because the, the, the stench is emanating and it's, it's actually pretty bad. And then- Did anyone try lighting a match? No, just to test it out? No, dude. But now like, I'm actually panicking slightly. And so is Manu to be fair, right? Because the, the gas smell is so like pungent. Yeah. We're sitting here like, dude, I reckon we probably should get out of here. <laughs> like if we're being completely honest. Yeah. I was halfway to the door, mate. Stood up with a couple others. So we sent triple cheese to the bar to ask oh the lady at the bar, hey, is this a gas leak? And can you sort it out? And is this normal? Yeah, is this normal? And the lady's suggestion or solution to the gas leak was, um, oh, we'll just turn the air conditioners on and, and uh, that'll solve it, right? So me and Manu were like kind of walking towards the door because dead set, it was, was it everywhere. Unbearable? It was like dead, like it was very unbearable. Really? And we're sitting there like, dude, it, all it takes is one clown to light a dart and it's the Boston Marathon all over again. Oh Do you know what God. I mean? Kaboom. Was it a big room? Not that big. Nah, not too big, but I wasn't- <laughs> Felt like I was inhaling so gas, a, man. If there was a blast radius, you'd be caught. Uh, we were 100% caught. We were dead. We were dead okay, men walking, right? right? Okay. And like, what would you do in this situation? You think there's gas? Are you calmly walking to the door? Are you exiting with haste? Oh, with haste, absolutely. But I want to know how many other people had clocked onto this? Because it sounds like right now you're the only two paranoid No, people. no, I, we were talking in a group of like 10, 15, and then other people as well starting to hear. So probably 25 people. So you guys on. started a rumor that there's a gas leak. No, but everyone could smell it. <laughs> right, okay. And and no one was, okay, I, I don't know about your headspace, Manu, but I was actually panicking. I, I wasn't panicking because the stairs are about 10 meters away. So we could have okay, walked out. I don't, I don't think the stairs are going to help you in this scenario. No, get out. Get out. We were leaving out. the venue. No, but if it blows up, I don't think the stairs are going to help. But surely if the bar staff are calm, you're calm as well. No, I don't trust the bar staff. Really? I, yeah. I don't think they had any clue on what to do. They had man. zero idea. They're not trained for this. Like what to do in a gas leak situation. Did you talk to the birthday host? No, he was hammered. He, oh, okay. he was. He probably couldn't smell anything. Dude. He was. He was know. double parked in one hand. Yeah. <laughs> what a maneuver that was! Just quietly, that was unbelievable. Anyway, so we're walking. I'm. I'm like actually going to walk out now. And then what do we see? We see our friend Marty eating durian. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. And I asked him, Marty, where did you get this durian from? Sure. Tur Wait, that was your first question. What, what do you mean? What's my Mine first question? Been, why do you have durian? <laughs> no, so I was like, where did you get this durian from? Turns out halfway through the party, Marty has gone downstairs to the local Thai grocer because he's um he's got a hankering for durian. <laughs> and he's decided to open it up, crack it open and start eating it at the party. <laughs> okay. Because the way Manu was telling me this earlier, it sounded like Marty had gone to Flemington markets in the morning 
and premeditated to bring a durian. No, I did. I don't know if that's worse or just on a whim going to find durian on the night. No, Mayu is just craving a bit of durian. So he's are we, are we talking, found it. Are we talking about a whole ass fruit or did he get just a sliced one? He got, it was not the whole ass fruit. It was in like a um, like a, a plastic, plastic container yeah. with the, the cling wrap on top of it. Right. But it wasn't cut up. It was like, you know, do your own cutting. Oh, so okay. I've never tried durian. And you know, when a durian presents itself in front of you, you've got to give it a go. And? I, it was creamy mm. and it tasted like kind of like mango, but less tasty. That's were the you, only way I can describe it. Were you mo- more put off because of the smell or? No, I was like, it was obviously smell, it smelled terrible, mm. but like that's, you know, you're not expecting it smells to smell like strawberries and roses, durian. And then I tasted it and it's very creamy, rich, but uh, it's like an acquired taste. Like it was okay for me. But then we had other people pretending to love it. I'm like, dude, you don't have to pretend. Did you try it, Manu? I didn't try it. I had enough of this malarkey. I you was fearing for my life. You ever had durian before? I've not. I've tried it once. Same thing. I didn't care for it. But it was a long time ago. I'll be happy to give it a go. I've another. had durian ice cream. That was delightful. That's what Marty was saying. He told me that durian ice cream is apparently one of the best flavors of all time. Does it stink like ass as well? Nah, uh, it smells like the fruit, but a tiny bit better. I still don't understand. <laughs> what? Okay. Because I know this venue. It is quite small. Tiny. Dude, if you're bringing durian, bro, that's like a smoke grenade in there. That's filtering through very quickly. As if anyone, surely someone said to him before, like, come on, man, is this really the smartest thing to do right now? I think he just went, popped out and got it himself. But you can't be bringing durian willy nilly. Absolutely. Sorry, but we have a, there's a Thai restaurant that closed down uh, at Eastwood with a sign that says, please do not bring durian indoors. It'll incur like a hundred dollar fine or something. For this very reason. Surely Gaslight Inn brings that in now. After this event. No, well, I mean, honestly, it could have caused a riot because I was panicking and now I'm like glad it was only durian, but (laughs) you can't be, I'm sorry. I actually am very sorry, but. That is one of the most outrageous things I've heard. To a party. To a party. He's brought durian. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not like, I I reckon it would have been better if he brought it like beforehand Mm. and it was like, like I said, premeditated. But if he's just off the cuff decided halfway through, like you would go get a kebab. He went to go get a fucking, like how we went to go get banh mi a few weeks ago at a party. Yeah. That one was fine. It didn't hurt anyone. <laughs> no one smelt it. Didn't cause a riot almost. Okay, speaking of etiquette as well, I've got a quick one for you boys. This happened to me literally 20 minutes ago. So uh, before I came here, I needed to put petrol. And so I went to the ample just across the road from your house, Manu. I pulled in and then obviously there's two lanes for each side, right? So there's- you know, fuel tanks, I mean, fuel bowsers for the left-hand side and for the right-hand side. So I pulled in and for both the lanes for people who have the fuel tank on the left-hand side, they were, they were packed. There was already two cars there and there was already two cars waiting behind there. Mm. So I'm like, okay, fuck, this is going to be a while. But then I saw on the other side for the cars that have their fuel tank on the right-hand side, they were completely empty. Mm. So then I thought, why would I line up here <laughs> when I can just go in, do a quick little three-point turn and then just face my car the other way and yeah. pu- uh, start- Reverse in, essentially. So that's exactly what I did. Mm. And then I saw the people who were waiting for the, um, the fuel tank on the left-hand side, Bowser's, were just staring at me. And I'm like, I started pointing. I'm like, you guys can do it as well. Like, yeah. this, I'm not the bad guy here. <laughs> like, yes, I'm in a rush, but there's nothing, there's no rule that states that I literally cannot do what I just did. Mm. So I still know, what's the etiquette there? Have you ever done that? And is that fair game? It's fair game. It's absolutely fair. Why is it not fair Because I'm like, I was losing my mind. I'm like, are these guys like idiots? Like this is literally, there's no one there. There was literally no one on those two. They're sheep. There has to be, right? They're sheep and you're a shepherd. No, that's not the point I'm trying to make. But I'm just trying to say like, why on earth would you choose to sit and wait there? I've never performed that particular maneuver. Really? But like there is a, I don't think I've ever been in this situation because usually if it's busy, everything's full. But like the 7-Eleven, which I fill up near my house, there's two entrances. So you can go the, the regular oh, way. Yeah, right, right, right. Which, you know, gets you into, like everyone's in the right direction. Yeah, Or you can come into the secondary entrance where you're in the wrong direction. And then sometimes it's a bit panicky because like you're facing a car who's facing you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like now, how does someone get out? That's the only reason I'd be hesitant to try such a maneuver. Right. But if, if no one's there- Dude, no harm, no foul. I did see it one other time, I, it was like similar thing. So some guy obviously realized that all the ones for his side were full. So he, he tried to do what I did, except he 
drove in the same direction. Mm. So he had to try and pull the fucking f- nozzle over all over the car. And yeah, then he I've got halfway that. through and he realized it didn't fit. Yeah. And so this Muppet had to put it back, get back in his car, do a three point turn and then do it. Wait, I'll be him, I'm, I'm going, I'm I'll not be honest, staying. I do that. But, but it doesn't reach. It does reach most of the time. Okay, just got like a big four wheel drive. Well, so. Know your limits, bro. <laughs> I park it nice and close, exactly on the spot. In most places it reaches. Oh, okay. And I'm now facing the right direction as well. Why do you do that? Why don't you just turn around? I can't be doing reverse, bro. Why aren't you scared that one day it's not going to work and someone like me is going to stare at you and judge? Then I'll eat my humble pie and reverse it and do the do the thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm driving off at that point. <laughs> how how precise fun. do you need to be, Manu, with the, with the over-the-car poor petrol? Quite precise. You need to be right in line and you yeah. got to right, be tucking right you in. You need to be like- You need to hug the touch line. Yeah. yeah. I swear to God, dude, I don't think I can perform the maneuver at my local petrol station. Like if I don't even park- if I park too far away the right way, sometimes the the petrol Bowser, it doesn't even reach, you know, comfortably. So I can't imagine putting it all the way over my car. And I know which 7-Eleven you're talking about. I saw it's quite narrow as well. So like you also have to consider the car to the other side, like adjacent to you. Yeah. There's, like the ample here, bro, there's bare space. You exactly, there's hella space. Uh, so this is, it's actually a bit of a specialty maneuver then. You only yeah. do it at certain, you gotta know your limits. You gotta know where you can and can't do it. I've only seen one person do it and he failed miserably. So that that scared me <laughs> from that day on, it terrified me. Just quick update from me as well. Boys, we made our triumphant return to the Austag field this this week. Uh, we were off for what, six weeks, bro? Mm, long time. Long time. Long, long, off season. Do anything in the off season? No Any training, training camps or? No, nah, no, nothing. We did trivia in our off season. Yeah, that's <laughs> we, we worked did. the mind, not the body. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was far too long that off season. Um, we we had our first game. Uh, we got dropped down a div because we've lost a few key players. So the coordinator took some pity on us and has moved us down a division. Um, that being said, we were playing teams that we've already played before in higher divisions. So what was the point of that? Mm. Um, and the team in particular that we played on Tuesday were row. What would you say? Were they were were they slightly better or far better or <laughs> unbelievably better than us? It was like when the um the under 11s play the men's team. That's mm. what it felt like. It was boys versus men and women out there. Um, so we, we were actually finally enough five two up at halftime. So you know, looking good. And then in traditional form with our team, we absolutely capitulated in the second half to lose seven five. Um, so hopefully, I mean, I haven't seen the updates yet, but hopefully we get moved out of div. I don't know. Jury's out. Only we can only hope, please, because this team was yeah. If this is the standard of the dip, and this is the problem with these social sports, dude. Everyone's smurfing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone's, you know, throwing games to be put down a division so they can just start stomping the rest of the league. Yeah, but then everyone does it, and now all of a sudden, div ten is fucking yeah, div high one. quality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then div five is shit. You know what I mean? So it's a very yeah, it's like a little chess game that you got to play. You got to yeah. figure out who's doing what. Like we just play. Yeah, we don't we don't smurf. We lose every week. <laughs> actually, no, that's not true. We actually make it to the semis mo- like if not every season. We just don't win knockout games. Yeah, we just, we do well in the regular season. Mentality and then, is still when yeah. push comes to shove, we go absolutely. No, we're mental midgets. Like, yeah, at the end are. of the day, we just Correct. we just capitulate under pressure. Like there's been multiple semifinals, but again, this is the start of the season, right? Yeah, it's a nine week season. We'll give you an update because you know is your leadership still being questioned, bro? I don't know. Is it, is under it under your leadership, I've seen the semis and the finals. I've watched the games. It's crum- crumble city, man. Look, all right. At the end of the day, there's eight teams <laughs> and only one can win. So if you're in the top four every single time. That eh, sounds like good leadership to me. <laughs> so speaking of that, I was tired of losing on Tuesday. So we made a secondary Wednesday team mm. with some of us in there. Um, and we also had our first game, except on Wednesday. Do you remember what the weather was like? It's on raining. It's pouring. It was pouring, mate, from... The beginning of the morning, it was pouring. And for some, whatever reason, the park stayed open. So we got to about five o'clock and five o'clock was literally when, according to the Bureau of Meteorology, the weather was at its worst. Mm. Thunderstorm warning. So I'm like, okay, surely it's the canned. games will get called off. The coordinator sends out a text message at 5.30 saying, games are still going ahead to all the team captains. He's like, please do not have your team members messaging me if the games are going ahead because I will get very angry. Mm. So like, all right, fair enough. Five thirty, six, six thirty. It is literally a hailstorm outside. <laughs> um, our game's at eight, and we're, we're all at home and we're waiting. Fuck, like, are we gonna? Is it gonna get canned? You know, do we? Do I have to drive half an hour to go play in the rain? Not to mention, our team only had five people available out of the eight required. Correct. Okay. 
So well, and eight, five is the bare minimum. So any less than that, you actually have to forfeit. Right. So we had five people. It was pouring, and I'm like, surely we just forfeit. Mm. Surely I cannot. I cannot simply drive half an hour to get pasted in the rain. So there was a lot of panic in the groups uh, group chat, and everyone's like, "Fuck, you know, is he gonna call it? Because you want because you don't want to forfeit, and then he cancels the games. Yeah, it's a game of chicken. It is a game of chicken. But we got to. I think the game was yeah eight o'clock. We got to about seven twenty, and we're like. It looks like this idiot's not going to call it. Looks like we're playing a game tonight. So then we had to throw in the towel and forfeit our first ever Wednesday game. But hopefully we get moved down a div then. So there's two divisions on Wednesday. <laughs> we, well, hopefully we thought div one would even be trash, but surely div two is just full of mouth breathers. But the thing is like, I mean, if you wanted to be real toxic, you don't even, you just forfeit after the start time and get them to drive in the rain. <laughs> and then they show up and there's no team to play. That, I reckon we would have been kicked from the comp for doing the, for that kind of behavior. 720 is cutting it pretty fine though. It, like, it, it is. People have probably left by then as well. And but then they've got the call. That's on him. All right. That's honestly on the coordinator. For not calling it at the time. Correct. Yeah, rain, hell or shine, mate. I was tag never stops. And then, you know, final update for community sports. Thursday mm. night, we played <laughs> a bit of footy. Oh, yes. That's also a grading week. So all three of our sports started this week. That was a grading week. Manny tried to backheel the goal. <laughs> He's one-on-one -one with the keeper and someone passed it to him and he tries backheeling the keeper. We're going to talk about how you threw one-on-one like twice I'm not and then you just lost the ball under no, your feet. Yeah, I'm not a striker though. I'm not a striker. Anyway, we, we were comfortably better than the other team. We won 3-1 and now the conversation is we have another grading week next week and now it's- uh, How big can we lose next exactly, week, really? It's, we, it's not a question of should we lose. It's mm. a question of, yeah, like you said. What are the margins? Exactly. And actually, I thought Amanda said to our goalkeeper at one point on Thursday, if we're winning by too much, just throw the ball into our own net. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually say that? Yes. <laughs> He's like, Hamza, just throw it into our own net if we score too many. <laughs> this is the malarkey that goes on in community sports. Yeah. This is actually ridiculous. It is, it's funny, but it is also, I think that is a bit of gamesmanship to it. Like you don't want to, like, if you're a good, but not a great team, you don't want to get put into high, too high of a dip because you're not going to enjoy it at no, that point. No, you won't. I, I, what about I, the competitiveness? You know, come up against teams similar to you. Well, that's what I want. Like, I don't want us to be in the lowest dip no. where we're just, you know, trouncing these fools. Correct. But I do want like some, I do want to win. But you want to feel like you've won, not just- like I want to win fairly comfortably, but like there is a little scare every like every couple of weeks. Yeah. That's what I honestly would be an ideal situation for me. So if anyone wants to come play for our Thursday night soccer team. We had no is, subs. Yeah, that as well. But yeah, we'll be chucking maybe me in goals. Maybe Ro will get a go in goals. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, we'll keep you guys updated for all of those. Alrighty, alrighty. Last little mini segment of the log. We've got our office snack segment. Thank you to everyone that's been sending in the snacks on our Instagram, got a backlog. So shout out you guys. This week, Anonymous once again has sent it into us. Alrighty, this week we'll be rating Accenture's office snacks. All right, so go on the YouTube. You'll see the photo as per usual. We have it up on screen now. The first photo we have is a lovely, also landscape, you know, mm. not portrait, landscape, which is- Photographer. Exactly, it's an, art, it's an art form. You can see lovely organized, right? You got a bunch of glass in the middle. You got a cereal station to the left. You got two bowls of fruit, bananas separated from apples and oranges, couple cookie jars. Is that nuts as well with tongs on the top? So you know, sanitary. And then we got on the right, we got some sugar packets, some instant coffee, I believe labeled. I believe that's also a salt shaker at the back. Nice and organized. What do we think about this one, boys? Finally. Finally, a company that treats its employees well. There's some actual thought that's gone into this spread for once. They understand the chemical nature of bananas. Bananas ripen other fruits, right? Mm. If you put them together with other fruits, the fruits might go off. They've separated it. Mm. That's class. Oh, I didn't even know that. Exactly, and but Accenture know that. That's why they're the consultants. They're supposed to know this kind of knowledge. They should consult other companies on how to do snacks. And finally, a nut, a nut jar with, you know, tongs to get the nuts out. Okay. Although tongs. That was the only thing I was going to critique for this photo. Why do they have tongs for nuts? Surely a spoon. You may as well put chopsticks in there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Take them out one by one. I tongs think are tong tongs are well-recognized communal item. For if you nuts, put a, maybe if you, for snags. I think if you put a spoon, <laughs> if you put a spoon half times going in the fucking washing machine, I no, reckon. No, I don't want a spoon. I want that shovel, that shovel utensil. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like yeah. That, that plastic they, shovel. The one that they have at event cinemas where you try and get the lollies out. That's the one, that's the one I want. I mean, Actually, also 
Tongs for the biscuits as well is a bit outrageous. I don't mind that. That's all right, because you can pick it up. Yeah. Get your grubby paws in there, mate. Look, if you're going to be sanitary, I don't mind the tongs, but yeah, the tongs for the nuts. Again, this is again, we're just nitpicking here. We're not, this is an excellent spread. The cereal station as well, the variety. What is in the, what's in the cereal? What can you so see? So they got rice bubbles on the far left. They got- Cornflakes, I believe on the right. On the right. In the middle, I don't- A granola actually, mix of yeah. sort or just right or something like that. I see sultanas. That's what I can tell you. There think- we go. <laughs> Some healthy- and some flavors, you know, a bit of fun for the boys. Anything else? The rice bubbles. Where is the milk? Where's the bowls? Now I'm sure, look, we haven't got the photo of the milk and I'm fine with that. We I have one angle. That's all I can say. I don't need to see the milk. I'm sure the milk exists. They're not just having cereals there to eat dry. All right, now we'll move on to another, another angle of the other side of the table. What we have here is a lovely coffee machine with a fucking touch screen, a tablet. That's tech. It's not the standard big coffee machine where you just one touch screen on the machine itself. It's a lovely little tablet. No, it's not even a machine. It's a literal tap and you press on the tablet what you want and the golden nectar comes out. This is like one of those taps where like they shoot out melted chocolate from. Have yes. you seen those? Yeah, that's it. And Max Brenner. Yes, that type correct. Of yeah, this yeah, is yeah. actually probably the best coffee machine I've seen. That is insane. Mate, it's it, it's just so thoughtful. Like, you know, the problem with the big coffee machines, yeah, they do the job, but they're big and bulky. I feel like they've got an interior architect to design this station because it's just delightful. And at the f- back, they got the mugs and then they also got uh, those taps that give you hot and cold water. I was going to say the zip taps. Beautiful. So fast. Oh, and then actually at the back here, you can see the bowls. There you go. Disregard my earlier comment. There exactly. Are bowls it, was, it was the photo angle, but it's all there. And they also have a little sign, kitchen rules. Oh, all right, so yeah. A bit of bit of method to the madness. Actually, that is a big thing because I get pretty stressed out. Like, cause I work at a co-working space and I get very stressed out when there's no kitchen rules about what to do with the dishes. Do I have to wash them myself? Do I just leave them in the sink? Mm. Do I just leave them in the tray? Like I need some sort of direction. Otherwise, yeah, right. you know, I, I'm lost. And then on the right, we got a microwave and also a wet floor sign right next to it. So dude, OH&S is through the roof. The microwave is built into the wall. How sick is that? All right, so overall, this kitchen area bench, I guess, has it all. You got the variety of the fruits, the nuts, the biscuits, the cereals, the mad coffee machine. Only thing is, I would like a bit more variety. I feel like they're stinging out a tad. Hang on, where's the bread? Where's the spreads? Like, where's a bit of Nutella, a bit of peanut butter? The fact that that's missing is a little bit of an indictment for me. So. I think the presentation though is the best we've had so far. It absolutely is. So we've rated a couple of heavyweights in the past. We gave out Lassian and eight, and that was like free lunch. Correct. Along with like an entree main and dessert bar, essentially. I think we probably undersold it at an eight. Yeah, it well, should have been a 10. Well, that's because we didn't know what was coming next. <laughs> you know, the Westpacks of the world. Yeah. The Deloitte's. The Deloitte's, the trash tiers. So like I'm seeing this and we've completely undersold at Lassian, but Accenture has done extremely well at their snacks. The no bread is a little bit concerning to me, but I'm happy with a six out of 10. I'll give it a six. I'm a slut for the presentation and they've done really well there. Alrighty boys, we're back with The Price is Right. Uh, Last time we did this, we went grocery items, which Miguel won comfortably. Uh, This time we're going the other end of the spectrum. Quite literally the biggest thing you can purchase in your life. We're looking at property prices in Sydney, but not just any property, boys. I've picked out some of the rancidest properties I could find. Um, and I want you to try and guess how much people are paying. Uh, you're not going to get any of these, I reckon. Really? <laughs> these are, yeah, unbelievable, some of these prices. Today we'll play closest to, I reckon. We'll play closest to. We'll play closest to. And we're just playing for fun. And I was going to yeah, say, thank so if you. you're on the YouTube, I don't know if you can see that actually in any of the angles, but we got it on the board. We've got winner, Miguel. Loser, Kush. And it's a shame Kush lost. I actually got a message. We got a message from the Instagram and they're asking if, um, they're asking when are we doing Kush sitting in Sanctuary Hotel for 24 hours? Because some people want to come watch. Did you get this as well, sir? No, I didn't. But I just remembered that I got told as well. Someone gave me another challenge we can give Kush. Mm, we'll keep that under wraps. Okay, okay, all right. I'll on tell you guys off air. The, um, the date is October 21st. Yep. That's when we've scheduled <laughs> in. Hell, all right. That's when we've scheduled in Sanctuary Hotel. We'll talk about logistics, but we'll most likely be there from open. Yeah. From opening. Yeah. To close. Maybe we well, hopefully be- not close. Hopefully Kush does some stuff that reduces his time. 
you know how like when you're a marathon runner, you'll have people on the side who try and give you water on the way. <laughs> so any of our listeners, if you want to come and support Kush by doing that sort of stuff, definitely come down. Sanctuary Hotel 21st. All right. Maybe you'll be involved inside of the challenges. I've got some great ideas to get listeners involved. So if you want to come down to Sanctuary Hotel, see Kush, Kush absolutely sourced, you know, it's a day, it's a day for it. That's a out. great idea, bro. Yeah. Send it out. But I feel go. like we need to regulate this somehow. I feel like. What do you think? It's not going to be like a, you know, no, no, Tyson at, no, you know. You riot that happens at Sanctuary. We'll get like maybe a handful of people. But if we are doing, you know, challenges involving the fans, we would like to know if you are coming in advance. No, nah, I actually don't think we need that. Really? Yeah, we just send it. But it has to go through us. It has to go through us three. If we are there on the day. Obviously they're not going to be calling the shots. You never know. Or maybe that's one of the challenges. <laughs> yeah. Just one, they get to choose one. For an hour, they take over. That could be a good shout. Right, but yeah, well, I think we're just scaring Kush at this point. <laughs> nah, no, nah, but we'll actually do it. 21st of September, uh, October, come to Sanct and uh, have fun with us. All right. So the first house we're looking at boys. So I've sent you five photos. Photos will be on the YouTube. So just give me some initial thoughts about what you think or what you're seeing. Maybe describe some of the photos we're looking at. And then I'll give you some actual facts about the property after. I'm seeing a fenced off house. What the fuck? I mean, house is, it, it, the, the roof is literally caving in as we speak. So I would describe this as cozy on the realestate.com website. Yeah, how are you <laughs> spinning this to be for sale? It's a luxurious, you know, ripe for renovation. Yeah, potential to rebuild. Yeah, nestled in the heart of Lane Cove. You boys know your real estate well because I actually call it a blank canvas. Oh, of course they do, dude. Look, the first photo, as Mick said, there's this shit construction outside. The roof, half the roof is missing. And the house looks slanted. <laughs> I don't know how they've done that. The fence looks low as well. All right. So this house is 78 Alfred Street, Annandale. So near the city, 221 square meters, four bedrooms, one bathroom. And for car, it just has a dash. I don't think it's possible to have a car here. Um, and they said, I saw this on an article and they said that you actually couldn't visit this house. The only way you could do an inspection is by drive-by. You literally had to drive past it to look at it and that was it. Yeah, it's because like there's trees growing inside the house. Like there's dead set plantation. It's also just unsafe to enter apparently. Look at the backyard, it's collapsed. It's yeah. quite literally collapsed. They call it a rare opportunity. <laughs> yeah, it is a fucking <laughs> rare opportunity. It shouldn't be on the market. <laughs> Your dream build site. They actually really try and sell it to you. Mm. I mean, how else can they spin this set? Like realistically, <laughs> right? You're seeing this. I cannot even believe that someone has the audacity to list this on this site because who is buying this? Dead set. It says a green surrounds with a sense of privacy. Brother, it's just called a forest. I mean, like, <laughs> to be honest, it looks like it has a pretty big backyard. I don't know. I don't know where the backyard starts and ends. It's like a bit overgrown with plants and stuff, but the size looks okay. And just in case you are unsure, the, the final selling point is not many of these left in inner Sydney. There shouldn't be. D dilapidated homes. It's like a fucking crack den, dude. And then it says drive by to view and register your interest. So boys, what are we, how much are you paying in this current market? So where is Annandale exactly? That'll factor in my guess. I would say it's like probably inner westish. It's like near Glebe, University Ooh. of Sydney, Stanmore, Leichhardt in that kind of area. So it is a trendy suburb, I would say. All right, I've got mm. a number speaking to me. So we'll say closest to boys. Alrighty, I've got my answer down. Oh, my answer is so far from yours. All right, Ro, we'll say what you say first. I've gone 630K okay. for the house that's unsafe to visit. <laughs> and Miguel? I've gone pure location. I've gone double the amount, 1.2 million. Miguel knows his real estate. Boys, 1.35 million. Oh, no way, dude. That's outrageous. That's what 1.35 million gets you in Sydney, boys. Wow. All right. A blank canvas, apparently. What? One point th that, what? That's actually outrageous. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this house is dead set unlivable. I've got to be, so I'm paying 1.3 million for the land. You're paying for land and scraps on it. And, then, you no, need to and then I've got to pay to get rid of the scraps on top of it. Correct. So probably another 500K to renovate and rebuild. I don't think this is a renovation job. I think this house demolition. is like, It's a yeah, demolition yeah. Sorry, wrecking ball job. You got to knock the entire thing down. Make sure there's- Decent foundation and then rebuild. Probably have to check if there's asbestos as well, man. <laughs> no, but, no, but, okay, just because they've listed as 1.1 million or whatever it was does not mean that it's going to sell for 1.1 million. No one, I don't think anyone in their right mind is looking at this as an opportunity to build. Someone bought it, bro. Actually? 30th of September, 2023. It was bought for 1.35 million. Just ignore what I just said. 
All right, Miguel, you're currently leading 1-0. Off to the second one. Boys, again, initial <laughs> thoughts on some of these photos. This genuinely, and I mean this 100%, looks like a crack den, dude. Mm. It looks like where all the local crackheads meet up, take their fucking whatever they want to take, and then they just fucking punch the walls or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it looks like someone's taking a shotgun to the drywall. Because <laughs> there's just, I don't know what's happening here. But look, it's a better sign because at least the real estate agent is inside this house. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can take interior photos. So Safe, it somewhat. Looks, it looks like something from The Conjuring, in my opinion. But anyway. So we'll have a look. Look, I will say the, the kitchen is okay. There's like a fireplace in the kitchen. And then we've got, a beautiful, you know, a bit of lilac. I like the color of the paint, honestly, with and with the fireplace as well. Cute little living room. This one is two bedrooms, one bathroom, no car spot. It's a terrace house, 165 Jones Street, Ultimo. 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 Uh, and then with the description, as we've seen already, dynamic blank canvas opportunity in CBD fringe. Oh my God. While this dilapidated and unlivable Victorian terrace has seen better days, it offers almost unlimited scope to, to capitalize on the existing footprint. I respect that they've called out that it's dilapidated. Right? But saying unlimited scope is also a bit disingenuous. <laughs> okay, I'm, I imagine this also got bought probably, but like, do, it you, did. do you really think that these descriptions are selling people? No, probably not. But so this one is near UTS, 450 meters from that Central Park Mall. Oh, location's uh, pretty good then. 10 minutes from Broadway Shopping Center. So it's a decent um, yeah, location. And it's one kilometer away from Central Station as well. Yeah, but it looks like you're sharing the house with termites, bro. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. How does that even happen? I have no idea. But like, again, I've, I've learned from my mistakes. Ultimo, The location, location is like good, man. So this one was sold. Mm. It didn't even make it to auction. It was sold off market. Look, Damn. I'm not hating this place, to be honest. I actually don't even think it's a blank, blank canvas. A little bit of drywall work. And you've got yourself a nice little pad, dare I suggest. All right, boys, give me some guesses. What do we think? Smaller place, but better locations. I've gone, I think that adds to the price, 1.4 million. All right, Miguel's got 1.4, row. I've won $2.1 million because that's how much I would pay for this house if I had $2.1 million. I'm about $2.1 million short. <laughs> Boys, you've both gone over. What? It's 1.15 million. So Is this Miguel, a bargain? I wouldn't call it a bargain, but it's, yeah, a lot cheaper than what you guys thought it was going for. All right, Manu is currently up 2-0. Moving on to the third one. So, boys, <laughs> give me some thoughts about this one. This looks like a house you'd find on Spaniards Abandoned series, man. <laughs> Look at the outside. Why is there so much, like, vines? <laughs> I'll say the backyard looks massive. I think it has an absolutely huge backyard and I really enjoy the kind of furniture and, and, and stuff that's going on here. The like pottery. pots, yeah, beautiful. So this is the biggest house we've looked at so far. This is 270 square meters. I think the house itself is tiny, but the land is massive. Correct, you'd be correct. The house looks like, uh, I don't know, you probably tell me, it's like, it looks like a two better, to be honest. So it's a two bedroom, one bathroom, one car spot. They've got a car. There is a garage somewhere in this property. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. Majority of the land is the actual land itself. The house only takes up a small part of it. And this is in Redfern. What is that? Is that a, is that a roof made of sticks? Yeah, dude. It, it looks like a, a, a flock of birds have made their nests here because the roof doesn't exist. They've just got, you know, twigs and stuff on top of it, which is kind of wild. It looks like the Amish have had a go in building a house, man. That's what this is. <laughs> this is I'm not hating this one either. Again, no photos inside the place. I mean, there is one. And it's not looking too sh too sh too schmick, but due to the land size in Redfern, you know that's tickling my fancy. And onto what Domain.com says: uh, an abandoned house, discreetly tucked away on a quiet back street in Redfern. Design What's the street in Redfern? Vaughan Place, Redfern. Yeah, because the the street matters, right? If you're on one side, you're with the Housing Commission, that is and true. if you're on the other side of the Redfern, you're basically you know with it's gentrified. So it's designed and built in 1985. If that helps you for a prominent Australian artist, uh, 270 square meters. And they even say it's well past its prime, but it offers an opportunity to ride its next phase. Hey, can you tell someone, tell me how a house gets to this stage? Well, this one, they're saying this one got abandoned. So straight up the owners, I reckon maybe just couldn't afford to keep up with the mortgage payments. And then they just up and fucked off. No, but doesn't the bank take it and the bank they maybe sells it probably? I know maybe some legal ramifications, a bit of back and forth with the lawyers and maybe didn't cross hands to the bank until recently. 
Because this looks like it's been abandoned since 1985. <laughs> <laughs> Ro, what have you gone? I'm going split the difference. One and a half milli. One and a half million. Miguel? I have gone to the moon. $2.2 million. Okay, wow. You're both way, way off. This was $3.05 million. Mate, it's a huge house in Redfern. This is a joke. $3 million <laughs> for something that probably is rat infested and asbestos filled. <laughs> it looks prime for asbestos, dude. You're lucky. I mean, I'm actually lucky Kush is not here because I reckon he's on the money with all of these. The, the mortgage <laughs> mogul he's himself. He's a mogul, man. Probably one of these is his house. Well, well done, Manu, for the win. But now we're just playing for a bit of pride. Always, for a bit of fun. Always been playing for fun, yeah. Do you guys want to do one or two more? Uh, two more. Let's do two more? All right. All right, on to the fourth one, boys. Give me some initial thoughts with this one. Furnished. <laughs> it's a furnished house. Yeah, that'll inflate the price, actually. Absolutely, bit. mate. You got multiple. Man, I'm seeing Van Goghs and Mona Lisas in the, in the background here. These are some nice artworks. And the couches don't look too shabby either. Yeah, a nice pop of color. Yeah, big, big casting couch vibes, but that's all right. <laughs> what about the uh, kitchen? What do we think of that? Again, the kitchen. Crack Denny. <laughs> Half the cupboards are missing. No, it looks wonky. Like, why does everything look so wonky? The house is looking like it's on a, on a slant or something. But at least it looks like, I don't know. I feel like maybe like a messy person has lived in this house. Like it doesn't look completely abandoned as the last one did. So this one is a four bedroom, two bathroom house in Marrickville. They've got to get a carpenter in or something, dude, to fix these cupboards. <laughs> and if you have a look, there's like a literal hole in the roof. And, and I can see- Are the electrics showing? Yeah, that's what I'm a bit worried about, dude. I reckon you get electrocuted in this place. And before you go on, this is on a whopping 366 square meters of land. Interesting. Okay, so this is a monster. I can see the bathroom now. And the bathroom is brick. Why is it made of brick? Yeah, well, that is a bit strange. Even the bath, the is, bathtub brick. is brick. The bathtub <laughs> is literal brick, and there's a pan. <laughs> Wait, is this the bathroom? Now I'm a bit confused. That's a bathtub, right? It has that to is be a bathtub. Yeah, right. Okay. There's a rusty iron pan, bro. And, and no toilet. No toilet inside. Just go outside in the backyard. This looks like a prison. Dead set. So to answer your question, earlier question, Ro, this is a deceased estate. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, it, it looks like it has love in the past. Mm. All right, give us the stats. How many beds, how many baths? Uh, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, 366 square meters of land. Um, and again, in need of total transformation is what realestate.com says. <laughs> That's a bit different. A little ChatGPT job. Mm. Marrickville, you said. Marrickville. Damn. Give us the address. 13 mm. Wallace Street, Marrickville. All righty. Let's have, I'm going to put down a number that I think is reasonable. Bearing in mind that last house we looked at was $3 million. <laughs> $3 million. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with our house housing prices. Our housing market is you know, <laughs> perfectly geared for the younger generation. All right, Rose confidently turned around at $2.4 million. I've gone conservative here. $1.8 million redos. Again, Miguel is closer. How does this keep happening? What is it? $1.3 million. That's a steal. This is undervalued for sure. <laughs> Dude, Miguel is in touch with the property market, I must say. The dilapidated I think I'm just market. less out of touch than Ro. No, is this more or less out of touch getting it wrong? I reckon I'm more in touch by getting it wrong. I, I don't have time to look at these fanciful house prices, which I'll never afford. I have never clicked on domain.com. I'll tell you that much. I'm also a real estate.com man myself. <laughs> domain doesn't do it for me either. All right, very last one here, boys. And I'll, I'll help you out with this one. This one was actually sold a couple of years ago in 2018. So- in terms of prices, it is, that, is, is that pre-bubble? It's kind of pre-bubble. Very much so pre-bubble. All right. Um, so this one is 48 Queen Street, Newtown. Two bedroom, one bathroom, no car spot. Look, if they chuck in the leather jacket and the pair of Iron Williams size tens, <laughs> you know, I, don't, I think this is an undervalued property once again, to be honest. It looks small. Homely, dare I suggest. Oh, you're a real estate agent. You got the... Well, apparently not, because I've got all of these wrong. <laughs> but like, I mean, this is I a think shoebox. this is because there's so much shit. Yeah. If you go and see the photos, essentially, like, it looks like the, the people haven't even bothered to move out. Where can I- have left the house. Where can I walk? <laughs> like, no. there's stuff all over the floor. No, it's disgusting. The bathroom, I will say, is nice, though, wouldn't you say? Are you enjoying the green tint? I, I think I like green, That is actually, nice, yeah. As a color in a house. A pastel green. Like, this is the first photo in the- uh, however many, 20 photos that we've seen that I think- 
the bar, like it looks fine. Like mm. this is actually looks like a like livable. A livable. It's yeah. still Darrow, don't get me wrong, but like it's livable. <laughs> so this one is minutes from King Street, so the main street in Newtown, and is also five minutes away from Sydney Uni. So it is a prime address right now. Did the owners die? It doesn't say on the, so I wouldn't say no. So I don't think this is a deceased estate. Because I'm seeing, oh, there's like a suitcase that's just sitting on the kitchen, like the countertop, which is kind of strange. Actually, <laughs> I just saw this. Okay, so there was a few conditions to entry of this property if you mm. wanted to inspect. No open-toe shoes to be worn. Mm. No entry to anyone aged under 16. <laughs> and all attendees are required to sign a waiver prior to entry. What, <laughs> what could possibly, what, the roof falling on you? I reckon the syringes on the floor yeah. potentially. <laughs> well, even a bit of the bestos. Uh, that's a bit, oh, I don't know. Now. Oh, this is ripe for asbestos as well. So this one's a terrace house, two bedrooms, one bathroom, and only a hundred square meters. Small, I know it. You're right, it's Looks a shoebox. But it was sold in 2018. Mm. And 2018. I swear to God, if this is over a million dollars, I'm not going to be happy. 700K. So Rose has gone 700K, pre-bubble. Girl. There's no way. There is no way this is over a million dollars. I've gone $900,000. Boys, it's $1.05 million. No, dude. This was a scam. That- <laughs> this was a big scam. There was a property with four beds, 300 square meters for around the same price. You're telling me this place in Newtown is $1 million? Apparently. The shack? Apparently. And uh, Miguel wins that. Clean Five sweep. Mil. Clean sweep. Well done, mate. As per usual. Alrighty, guys, as always, this episode is sponsored by our great friends at Manscaped. Um, as always, except for the last <laughs> six weeks where they weren't. <laughs> well, we're just thanking you, Drew, for a nice little renewal of the contract. <laughs> and it's because of people like you. Because we got this message sent in. Oh, I also ordered a Manscaped box recently with your guys' code. So thanks for the discount and free shipping. Balls and shaft are looking dapper, if you must know. Dapper. Well, I must know, actually, now that you've said That's that. That's a word. I thought you, when you said it's because of you, I thought you meant people were messaging Drew and telling them to. <laughs> they could have. They could have. Yeah, yeah. Stuff's Drew out on LinkedIn, actually. You'll probably find him. And just say the boys deserve some more <laughs> some more money. <laughs> you reckon that'll get us cancelled? Absolutely. <laughs> I reckon it's funny, dude. Just doxing this man. Uh, it is what it is. Look, if you've got time this week, yeah. head over on LinkedIn, find Drew on- <laughs> Shut, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look, all right, let's get back to it. Manscaped, I mean, did you not hear the review? Mm. The balls and shaft are looking dapper. Well, we actually can't say anything more than that. No, look, again, user testimonials are the biggest form of, you know, validation. And we can tell you all, all we want about Manscapes and we love Manscapes. I use the beard hedger all the time. I'm trimming my balls regularly. What I will say is, well, I went to the local Woolies the other day. The, the lawnmower was sold out. So hot item. Very hot item. At full price as well. Exactly. That is true. You so people online. know it's a good value at full price. So if you hop on online, right, and you use the code TCB at manscaped.com, you don't have to be the suckers who buy it at Woolies or your yeah. local Costco's. Or even miss out on buying it at Woolies. Exactly. If it is sold out. So you hop online, you use TCB at the checkout at manscaped.com. That'll give you 20% off and free shipping. Mm. So head over there, support the boys, get your balls and sharp looking dapper. Ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing back the segment that put critical banter on the map. Many of you listening to us right now will remember this, seeing it on TikTok. Would you rather's are back and back with a passion? Are we at the point that if you remember this, you're an OG, you're, you go way back? You, oh yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you would have been listening in 2020, mm. 2021, the glory days of, of TCB, to be honest. Some said to stop at that point. <laughs> Maybe we should have. We continued. Would you rather commute two hours to your dream job or two minutes from a mediocre one? Currently, I already commute mm. quite a bit of time. And that, mate, that is so demoralizing. It takes out of my day. I sometimes dread, I barely go into the office because I dread the fucking commute. Mm. So am I going to take a mediocre job? I might have to. Really? You'd settle for a mediocre job just because it's close to you? I'm a job right now. No, actually, no, I can't say that. They people at work listen, but mm-hmm. two hours. Me- not not horrible, mediocre. You know, it's manageable. I feel many people don't love their jobs, brother. It's just many people are working these mediocre jobs. I'm still commuting it, two hours. I'm already commuting up to you know an hour, hour and a half. So if 
an extra half an hour to do my dream job. That's a no brainer. Literally a no brainer. But you could, ha- you could sack that all together. Two minutes, have a bang average job, clock in, clock out. You can do job non-work done. related stuff that you love in that, all that time you save. Well then are you living to work or working to live? You know, it's uh, that age old question. What is a dream job? Is it an, the best office job or the best job ever? It's your dream job, whatever you would want, you know, brings you most- Professional athlete. Yeah, two hours to get yeah. to, you know, Wanderers City Stadium. Wanderers. Yeah. I changed my answer. <laughs> I'm becoming an athlete. Yeah, I don't care if it's five hour commute. <laughs> if I could be an athlete, bro, I'll do whatever it takes. Five hours each way, 10 hours, <laughs> 10 hours a day. You might as well, you're a FIFO at that point. Yeah. That's fine. Being a professional footballer over a little office job. Mate, are you mad? Yeah, I'm choosing, the, I'm choosing the dream job as well. Because like I said, you like Mick said, right? You're not, your dream job is probably not working, you know, as a CEO of a finance company. Yeah, I'm not it's moving like, offices to like have better clients. No, I'm going fucking more full. Yeah, you're being like an astronaut or something like that. And 100%, two hours is, is peanuts, dude. By the way, before COVID, everyone was commuting this much anyway. Correct. We got we got to become soft to work from home. <laughs> so we're we all saying we're taking the dream job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you rather be on a desert island with someone you hate or by yourself? Could I survive by myself? <laughs> That's a big question. Yeah, that is the million dollar question. Like I've literally caught one fish my whole life. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I, at least with someone next to me, I've- Times get tough, I'll murder him and eat him for breakfast and dinner. Oh, you're thinking from a survival point of view. I'm thinking more a war of attrition, the mental side. I'm home mm. alone for half an hour and the demon's already taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're a desert island, mate. There's no TikTok to distract you from no. your own thoughts. <laughs> exactly. But then I'm thinking, if I'm on an island with someone I hate, like you said, it's, it's essentially a fight. Mm. Who's gonna eat who first? But I guess like, you know, it depends, right? Like with the person you hate, you can just send him to one side of the island you just live in the other and then you may as well be alone. True. But I don't know which one I'm sharing. But then you're sharing resources at that point. Yeah, and, and if there's the person that you hate, he's probably not sharing. He's probably hoarding it for himself. Give you poisoned berries or something as well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> isn't that from the Bible? No, that was a poisoned apple, isn't it? Yeah, but I think poisoned berries was a Hunger Games mm. you know, number. But surely if you're on a desert island with someone that you hate, surely at that point you can put your differences aside. How, how strong could your hatred be? Think of the person that you hate the most in the world right now, right? Just in your head, picture mm. him. I'm looking right at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is a mirror over there. Yeah. <laughs> Trust no one, not even yourself. Uh, it is me. I am him. <laughs> so yeah, the question is, I'm um, by myself or you know by myself. I think you can. If you're in a fight or flight situation, you have to be able to put it aside. But the things you hate about them are the things that you will have to rely on them for, like if they're unreliable or mm. if they're not a good, like, you know, they're not good chat or whatever. You're gonna have to deal with, I mean, I'm not, you see, I don't hate people who aren't good chat, let's just put that out there. <laughs> but like, you know, they're just not a good person in general. Yeah, okay. I well, feel like it's very hard to put a difference aside in that scenario. I'm saying I'll go by myself. Tell me. I. I think I'll gamble on being alone. Would you rather your manager go through all the photos you've ever taken or all the messages you've ever sent. Photos. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Dude, I famously don't take many photos. So you can happily go through my photos. Most of mine are just memes. It's either him or like screenshots of his FIFA team, yeah. dude. <laughs> What's his manager gonna do about that? Dude, and I've yeah. seen some of the messages he sent. Dude, I, okay, firstly, respectful. Let's see that. Don't you really- paint me as some sort of right wing troll. No, okay. look, look, no look. one ever said right wing troll. No one said that. And you're, you know, you're projecting here. But there was a time not very long ago when we were in Ikea and we were searching for hate speech on all our conversations. And let's just say one thing, Sen. 2013 and 14 was a different time. Oh, dude, we were all young back then. <laughs> different era. Different era. So yes. Yeah, you so know, people's bo- sexualities being questions willy nilly. Okay, I'm gonna stop you there before <laughs> you start slandering me. Sprinkle in, I mean, let's be real, Manny did it too. Let's be real, you, you also yeah. did it as well. <laughs> I was pretty- And I you actually, or Kush also did it as well. I I was pretty clean. Oh, I was, okay, okay. <laughs> let's stick to the topic here. If you want some start. screenshots, put on the Instagram, mate, keep talking. Let's but, not but, go down this path. But I think that, that it says it all. Like, yeah. no way I'm letting my manager see the messages that I'm no, sending. No, God, no. You're right, at worst, I have some dark humor memes in my photos, you know? Yeah. That's the worst that could yeah. happen. And I think the, the, the humor memes, I think is understandable. It is something that, your manager or anyone really can just be like, that's just good old fashioned horseplay. And also someone else did it. You know, I just found it. Messages has come from me. Mm. So I can't be having, I'm taking photos as well. 
Would you rather flip a coin for a billion dollars or have a guaranteed 100K? Senny, you're a gambling man. I am 50, 50 for a billion dollars. Or, or zero or zero dollars. Or a guaranteed 100K right now, no questions asked. We just saw the most ramshackled houses for one to $2 million. <laughs> 100K is giving you nothing in this environment. 100K won't change your life. A billion will. But imagine you flip the coin and you lose. How depressed would you be? I'm ending it all. <laughs> I'm dead ending it all. Are you kidding me? Fate of the universe on the line. <laughs> head or tails. I say head, comes up tail. Mm. <laughs> Man jumps off a bridge. Is a headline <laughs> you'll see the, the next day. Yeah, that's the newspaper the next morning. But you're right. If it comes up and you're getting a billion dollars, oh, that's, mate, you, again, you won't see me after that. <laughs> yeah. So regardless, like, Sandy's gone I'm from our lives. Like shake out in Dubai or Saudi Arabia, but I'm taking the guaranteed 100K. You're a coward, you're Sam. A, really? I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would love 100K. Don't get me wrong. I could use 100K right now. We could all use it. But- if you're offering me the chance, this is a once in a lifetime chance for $1 billion. I think I'm going to have to take the gamble. It's a 50-50, but you could end up with nothing, bro. So I'm saying at least I'm getting- I already have nothing, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just know. in the same spot as I am. <laughs> That's what I mean. Let's say I flip the coin now and I lose. Tomorrow's the same as today. You know what I mean? Easy come, easy go. Nah, I'm sticking with the guaranteed 100K. 100K, what am I going to do? That's going to be life-changing tomorrow. I reckon, honestly, you probably could get a house deposit with 100K. Yeah, to be you honest, can. you could. Easily. Not one billion, brother. Dream big. Would 100K change your life right now? Yeah, you can put a, like you said, a house deposit, put it into, you know, the stock market, get nice returns on it. But your lifestyle, I don't think changes at all with 100K. No, you're right. It doesn't. It's all well and good. Bit boring. I want to live life on the edge. But you don't understand. There's literally <laughs> half the chance that you're going to end up with nothing. Just pick the right one. <laughs> I think you have a glass half empty approach mm. and I am a glass half full man. One billion dollars, Sen, I could, you know, change the world. Go to the right moon. Now. I could do whatever I want. I could be, I could be anything I wanted to be with a billion dollars, you know? And I could give it away, which I won't. <laughs> Why have you even suggested that? <laughs> which I will not. I'm going to take the billion dollars. I'm taking 50, the coin 50. flip. I'm taking the coin flip. Agree to disagree. Would you rather eat the oldest thing in the office fridge or clean the office bathrooms? <sighs> Jeez. I've told you some of the stories from my work office bathroom. Please retell them. Well, the most recent one was when I walked in <laughs> and not one, not two, not three, but all four cubicles were clogged full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like overflowing. Like it's actually impressive. That much shit. <laughs> Would you want to clean it is now the question. Absolutely not. Yeah, but what if, you know, Joe has brought in a yogurt from three months ago, it's forgotten us at the bottom of the fridge and it's grown mold. Mm. Luckily, our fridge gets cleaned out every two weeks. So every fortnight they come in and they just literally clean slate. All right, well, let's say two that week old pad thai. You eating that? Absolutely. And then I'll go clog the toilet after. <laughs> <laughs> what are you taking, Manu? I don't have the same luxury. I think it's a monthly monthly refresh of the fridge. And I think at that point, it's very dangerous. Month old milk. You drinking that? No. Dude, you'll be making a Janoskin video after you drink that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a callback, dude. That's a name <laughs> I haven't heard. Janoskin. What have happened to those guys? Little pranksters? One of them dated Ariana Grande for a bit. He did. What? He did. Yes, he did. You no way. No, I didn't know that. that. His name was, a, was it Jackson? Jayden? Something Brooks. Brooks. Luke that's Brooks, Luke, no. <laughs> Tiger's halfback. No, um, <laughs> no, and then they came out with the shoe line as well. They had like a deal with, was it Adidas or Nike or some shit? Was it Jai Brooks? Maybe. Jai I don't Brooks. Know. Yeah, well, that's unbelievably <laughs> niche knowledge. For all our non-Australian <laughs> listeners, look up who the Janoskins are. You might find their video still rolling about. Anyway. So I'm going to have to choose between, let's, so let's say a month expired milk. milk. Mm. And cleaning a clogged fucking toilet. I've walked into the bathroom. The smell is just that's what, already off-putting. That's what gets me, right? Like the smell is the problem for me. And then I have to I clean it. Yeah, and then I have to clean my vomit, which will <laughs> inevitably go out of my mouth once I smell it. I would lean towards the fridge because I'm not that turned off by food- other people might not eat. You know, I've had chicken in the fridge for a week or two. I'll still gamble and eat it. Yeah, I, I think it's a no-brainer. I think my stomach's pretty steely, you know, growing up in India, drinking the tap water there. Do you know what I'm saying? I reckon my stomach can handle two-week-old whatever it may be. Oh, but I did get barley belly, man. So maybe I'm not built like that. 
Mm. Mm. I'm oh, you're gambling. not cleaning the toilet. I'm, okay, I'm gambling regardless, bro. I can't stand it. So we're all taking this no, kitchen. No, but like in saying that, the toilet is an easy job. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you clean your own toilet at home, just do it for the office one day. And That's you do not have, a deal. Yeah, but I respect my toilet. I don't leave like a clogged like <laughs> shit in there. Yeah, that's true. If you're taking a dump and you're in the toilets, I'm gonna say you don't even take dumps in public bathrooms. <laughs> Manny, maybe this is a question directed to you. When you take a dump in the public toilet and you got some smears, are you cleaning the smears mm, or you're leaving them? I'm flushing again and hoping that does the job. I'm yeah. not going in with the brush and fucking doing yeah. that. So that is the level of respect that people have. Like I do the same. You know, it, it, I, sometimes I won't even flush the toilet if it's too gross. Is this gonna be like a toilet where there's shit on the walls? <laughs> then no way I'm eating the fridge. I'm saying it has to be contained in and of itself in the bowl. And you, you would do it. And I would do that, yeah. Can't say the same, fair enough. Would you rather get paid $500 every time you make someone laugh or 10,000 every time you make someone cry? <sighs> Look, I consider myself a funny man, mm. but am I, is the ratio of 20, what is that? 20 laughs to one cry can make a lot of people cry <laughs> like that. Easily. No, name the ways you would make someone cry. <sighs> Just go to a nursery. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. just slap him silly. <laughs> he said that, not me. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't have to be kids. Just go up to random people on the street and just like, you know, hit him in the dick or like punch him or shit like that. Would you cry though if you hit him in the dick? I don't think so. I think I would if some random man <laughs> accosted me on Pitch Street and just whacked me in the gonads. Of course I'm going to cry. Uh, actually, I'd be go I would be crying laughing to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Just at the absurdity of it. Or can I have a hoax? A social media hoax, you know, maybe I'll post Taylor Swift has passed. Mm. Would I get oh, all the Swifties yeah. crying worldwide? That's true, actually. That's actually, I didn't think of that. But We've been again, trying to make people laugh on this podcast for about five years, and I don't think <laughs> it's gone to those levels. It's, it's never left these four walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the only people laughing are just us, really, at the end of the day. Is it? Uh, yeah, surely it's easier to make someone cry than to laugh. Yeah, but it's, it's evil. But you're going to make them cry. Like, you have to make them cry. But if it's a hoax, then, you know, all's fair in love and war. How many people are crying if Taylor Swift dies? Like, Come on. You Come think on. So? I think a fair few, dude. I genuinely think <laughs> like How many fans has she got? Tens of millions. The biggest, Hundreds of millions. Biggest artist in the world. All I need mm. is 1% of that to cry. And that's 1 million times, what, 10K? Mm. No, but like no one's going to believe that. You can't get it go viral. It's like an impossible task. But I'm just saying hypothetically. No, you have to think legitimately. What could you do to make people cry if that's the option? You're oh, then I'll just walk around cutting onions everywhere. Like in the office, just start Ooh. slamming the onions. See, that's a shout. That's creativity. That's actually creativity. I'll see yeah. about just going to like schools and booting the ball over the fence and <laughs> maybe the kids. <laughs> maybe they'll get a few cry. No, because like adults don't cry that often. Or, or like you just chuck on like live screenings of Marley and me. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like everywhere, just put billboards up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People just crying deluxe. So I like how none of us even considered the laughing option. <laughs> that's too hard. Like he said, 20 laughs for one. Yeah. Like and then you're trying too hard. That's the worst part. Mm. True. So we're all saying the cry. Yeah, because it becomes your job. Like, let's say, let's say you've chosen the $500 and you're in a friend group, right? Mate, you're dropping lines, getting no laughs, which makes you stressed. And it's just a circle. It's just a cycle. You never do it. This is actually, yeah, the crying is easy as well. Because this is passive income. Just one mm. day, if I'm like low on cash one day and I need to make, just find <laughs> someone, just make them cry. Just nipple cripple them or something. <laughs> 10K right there. Yeah, I think this is an easy one. Crying all day, every day of the week. Would you rather go into the office every day or go only once, but you have to be naked. You'll, be, you'll see me in the office Monday to Friday, <laughs> every year. But that's a harder decision than I think Is it could be. Mate, please. After we a while, the nakedness is normalized. No, nah, with all due respect, I have to work <laughs> with these people. That's a massive CLM, let's be real. If you rock up naked, you're the is guy who rocks me? up naked. I do not want or them to it? see my ding dong. Is this condition for everyone in the office? Nah, it's just you. You yeah, rock just up in your birthday suit, and everyone else is in normal clothes. Your CEO of a company has come down and said, Miguel, this is it. You can either come in every single day or come in tomorrow completely naked and then you can work from home for the rest of your life. How confident am I? Not very. Do you reckon you can convince your coworkers, be like, hey guys, let's address the elephant in the room. Do they know what's going on? I think you can tell. I think it's funnier to say if they had no idea. Yeah, funny for them. It's not funny for you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, obviously. Yeah, let's just say they're, they're completely aware of what's going on. Or else it's not, me it's too. normalized. I'll nude beaches, same thing. Nude office. Eight hours. Do you reckon you can handle the shame? No. Dude, come on. You are you serious? <laughs> are you actually serious right you now? You don't know how much I hate <laughs> going into the office more than once a week. Dude, imagine you're in a meeting 
and you're you know you have to present to everyone. So you're going up to the board, mm. <laughs> and you're you know yapping away, riding on the board, and your ding dong is just dangling in the wind. <laughs> Are you serious? But then my office is a bit cold, so it might be Dude, exactly shriveled. <laughs> I think. Look, I'm going to Melbourne next week, and I'm working from Melbourne. And would I sacrifice that for one? You know, eight hours of nakedness. No, it's a beautiful thing, nakedness. You know what I'm saying? The human body is but is it, beautiful as, be as it comes. Enjoyed with you, yourself, and I. You know, <laughs> and you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to be there as well. No, there's no way you're seriously considering. I actually going think there. I would. Yeah, that's a bullshit. No, you know I don't that's think that's a it lie. Is. I think I'm also doing it. All right, let's put a poll up on our Instagram and I want to see how many people agree with me and how many people agree with you. Sen, you got into the office fairly. I literally work from home five days a week. I can't give up this lifestyle. It's a beautiful thing I have going on. I can't survive without my midday nap. Yeah. No, okay. Dude, also- we, Have you told this story in the podcast? We have. <laughs> right, go on. Uh, yeah. Expose yourselves. <laughs> so one day I was just on the, you know, didn't get much sleep that day. So around 12, I'm like, you know what? It's lunch break, I might mm. take a nap now, right? Beautiful. So when I take a nap, I go on my phone, go on TikTok, whatever. It is what it is, right? And after a while, put the phone down, go to sleep. And then about 10 seconds in, I hear a ring. And I thought, cause my missus was also working at the time. I'm like, you know, that's probably her, her Zoom or her Teams or whatever. And after a while, I hear a pickup and I hear this guy's voice. And I'm like, what's going on here? So I'm already like half asleep. <laughs> so I pick up my phone. I see his like groggy head. And he's like, brother, why are you calling me? And I'm like, oh fuck, that's an accident. My bad, you know, but I was like, you idiot. I was asleep. <laughs> you woke me up. So him and I were both, both asleep. Both asleep at midday, dude. And he's, he's butt dialed me back on FaceTime. And I'm like, oh, well, this must be emergency. Miguel never calls on FaceTime. <laughs> and I've seen like half his ass because his phone's like on, his, on the ground. And after we're like, you know what? Good night, we're both going back. Half an hour now. I can't lose that, man. This is the beautiful life that we live. But then you also have to consider the commute to work that you have to do naked as well. This is a commute naked. Yeah. No, that's not it, part of stipulation. It's in the office, brother. That's even weirder. So as soon as I answer the doors, fucking strip down. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. You got to eat with people. They're going to be sitting there with your junk next to you. It'll be normalized before you know it. Yeah, I reckon like yeah. the first hour, people are sitting there just like, what are you doing? And then you're like, look, all right, this is the deal that the CEO has given to me. You like it, you don't like it, I don't care. I'm never going to see you guys again. I'll see you on, on FaceTime, on Zoom. I think I'm actually taking the naked. I'm, I'm taking the naked. Would you rather the ability to cure all diseases or give away unlimited sums of money? Can I give the unlimited sums of money to myself? No, you have no. to give it away. Can I to receive my- the money from other people? Yeah, so let's say I gifted the money to Manu and then Manu graciously <laughs> gives me the money back. I think we're not gonna allow this. This is a purely So I can't benefit from my money giving abilities. No. That- I can only guide people to treasures <laughs> that I cannot attain myself. Exactly. That is the most noble cause of them all, mm. really. Mm. Or I could actually cure some diseases. <laughs> if you wanna solve the diseases, I think, it's very, if, if the question is, would you rather give money or solve diseases? Just, you know, choose solve diseases, clap your fingers and then there's no more nah. pain and suffering. I'm a big advocate of throw money at any problem and it'll solve <laughs> itself, you know? <laughs> so just to come back, to clarify, I am not allowed to attain any of this nah. unimaginable wealth. But you can set your family up and stuff for life. Then I'm going to have to go with the diseases. If I cure all diseases, that, does that make me immune from diseases? Yes. Oh, no, I was going to say, do I get all the accolades and money of if I cure you all the- Yeah, you'll get everything. Ah, well, then there you go. All right, then I'm going to cure diseases and make sure everyone knows that I cure it. And then I'll be made, you know, king of the universe or something. <laughs> but then like, then again, if you, you know, have unlimited money to give away, you can be a hero in and amongst your local community, mate. You can give money to people in Africa who are starving children. You'll be a hero in that sense. Yeah, but then yeah, if you yeah. give money to everyone, inflation, it yeah, doesn't exactly. even matter anymore. Deep what is money? Well, macroeconomic theory. Exactly. It exactly. Work, it? exactly. Cure diseases voice. Disease, I think, is, is the play. Would you rather speak in corporate slang or is a TikTok NPC for the rest of your life? Dude, TikTok NPCs scare me. Mm. I missed the week when you guys talked about this on the podcast and I was actually quite disappointed. What, you don't want to talk like, mm, roses, mm, roses. Mm. Dude, thanks for the flowers. It is undiagnosed <laughs> mental health issues for sure. You simply cannot sit there in front of a screen for hours on end and say one of four or different word options. Ice cream. I think no. I this think, is not healthy for the mind, man. It's Seriously, just they're just actors at the end of the day. Their their acting is a little bit more menial than others. But have you seen the TikTok revenue, mate? Through the roof. Oh yeah, for that part I agree. That that 
you know, if there's a system to be gamed, or go for it. You know, I've got no issues with that. But I'm just saying, what's wrong with society that people are sitting there watching these people for hours on end and gifting them this money? Yeah, but what, what are you getting out of this? Like, actually. As in, like, I think it is just a, it might be entertaining to send a rose their way. Is it? Mm, roses. Well, you already seen it like 17 times in the time you're watching it anyway. So like, <laughs> what difference does my rose make? Yeah, yeah but you need the masses. So like she has to do it like 10, he or she has to do it like 10 times in a row. It's teamwork. But again, what to, what entertainment value do I get out of this? I mean, it's just not for you, Sen. Maybe you're not like the target demographic for these people. But yes, I'm not choosing the TikTok. But then would but you want to speak like- But then corporate slang. I already talk in corporate slang no, but most of the time. Everything is corporate slang, dude. Is it that much worse? Hi, let's circle back, Sam. You want to hear that for the rest of your life? Kind regards, Ro. Hope I, you're well. I don't mind the hope you're well. It means you <laughs> care a bit. <laughs> you actually would like to hear that more frequently. I think, you know, we should get our ducks in a row. I didn't, I've never heard that You've slang. never heard that. What does that I've mean? I've never heard that. Seriously? Yeah, no, I've never heard. What the hell does that even mean? I can't even try to figure out what that means. It just means like when you're planning something, it just means like, let's have everything ready to go. And then we can just like- What is it? Go for, get, get your ducks in order. Get your ducks in a row or something like Every that. Every time we meet up with touching base. Touching base. Yeah, that's, what's wrong with touching base? You I don't want to hear that, that all the time, man. You could absolutely use that casually with your mates. Again, you only hit send out, oh, I'm just touching base when something's gone wrong. Mm. You're not, you're not, you know, hey, just touching base. How are you getting to the party? Why can't you? You know, you haven't talked to, you know, Alan in a long time. You message him, be like, oh, hey, Alan, you know, just touch. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's a bit strange, no? But it then is. again, I mean, with the TikTok NPCs, like Sen said, you've got five words that you have to repeat. Or, 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 or is it that you can say whatever you want? You just have to say it in that voice. No, you, you only have a certain amount of things because it's an NPC, right? So you have pre like recorded like words you can use. Okay, well, then I'm just using the corporate slang. Hundred yeah, percent. That's because an easy like, one. The, the NPC, there's literally five words that I will be Correct. able to say for the rest of my life. That can't be happening. Yeah, fair enough. Oh well, what a beautiful segment. What a classic throwback to the old uh, critical banter days. If you've got any more, would you rather just send them in? Next time we do this segment, we'll chuck them on. Alrighty, boys. That brings us to the end of this wonderful episode. Uh, Over as unders, will we get Kush next week? Uh, probably, but you won't get me next week. Oh. Yes. As I said, okay. I'll be in Melbourne gallivanting around. So there is a good chance next week could just be me and Manu. Another duos episode. Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Well, so listeners, you- if you don't want that to happen, <laughs> message Kush directly and tell him to come next week. What's his Instagram? Kush, Kush Y, Kushy KK or something? Kushy KYY. It's in the episode yeah. description. Click on that and DM him. Mm. But also DM us if you have any office snacks you want us to review. Or if we've reviewed your office already and you think we've done you dirty, Send us better photos and we can re-review it if we want. Um, otherwise, let us know how we went with the Wujaraz. I really want to know about the nude one because mm. you guys are capping. I stand by it. I stand by it. But I we'll simply see cannot the- believe that 67% <laughs> of the people will answer your way. There is no chance. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>